ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome, everybody, to Standing Out. I am Trey Griggs, your host, also the founder and CEO of Beta Consulting Group. So excited that you're here with us for another episode of Standing Out, a show about sales, marketing, and leadership. The holidays are upon us. We got Christmas coming up right around the corner. We also have a couple of other events uh, before that time. So this Saturday, we got Reads Across America. It's not too late to still participate. There could be a cemetery close to you where you could go and you could help lay Reads on the uh, headstones of military veterans. It's an incredible opportunity to do something with your family or with your team at work, or maybe a small group at church, whoever it might be. Make sure you check it out at wreathsacrossamerica.org. Such a great organization. Uh, they're going to do multiple millions of wreaths at over 4,000 different locations this year. So make sure you check them out. We're proud to be partners with them and to be uh, having our show standing out on Reads Across America radio we also have a couple of other events that are going to be taking place in the new year we got the broker carrier summit in april the 22nd through the 24th in kansas city if you are in transportation if you're a freight broker if you are a trucking company or if you're somebody who serves freight brokers and truckers like a tech company or a staffing company or something like that you got to make sure you attend this in kansas city it's one of the best events that you're going to be at this year in 2024. Next year, I should say in 2024. It's an awesome event. Make sure you go to BrokerCarrierSummit.com to learn more and to register today. Looking to have an over 1,000 people in Kansas City in April. It's going to be a tremendous time. And while you're out there surfing the internet, make sure you check us out at BetaConsultingGroup.com. See how we are helping companies with their messaging and with testimonials, creating that social proof. Click on that button there to schedule a call with yours truly. Tell us your story and we will help you to write yours. And before we jump in today, we got to give a special thanks to our sponsor, SPI Logistics, for making this possible. Listen, if you're a freight broker and you're tired of the back office dealing with all that and you just want to focus on customers and covering freight, make sure you check them out at success.spi3pl.com. They've got the technology, the systems, the back office to help you stay in your sweet spot. And they're just great people up there in Vancouver, British Columbia. A lot of good people up there. So make sure you check them out. Again, success.spi3pl.com. And let them know that you heard about it right here on Standing Out. Speaking of SPI, this is a special show today because we have one of their agents on the show today to talk about their experience. And so I'm just delighted to welcome to the show today one of their agents based out of Vail, Colorado, Chris Shoemaker, logistics owner at SBI Logistics. Welcome to the show. Chris, how are you doing? Thanks, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Good to have you on the show. I love the walk-up song, too. I hadn't heard this song much before, so I always love seeing what the walk-up songs are going to be and what uh, new tunes I need to check out uh, next year. 
he's pretty great. He's one of the legends for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're in Vail, Colorado. And uh, you're, yeah. I got to I got to tell you, your backdrop kind of looks veilish, if you will, almost like you're in a <laughs> cottage somewhere. You got the open cabinets up there, and uh, the sweatshirt on. Looked like you're about ready to go skiing this afternoon. How is everything in Vail, Colorado? Uh, we're good now. Um, it was we got about I would say 15 to 20 inches of snow yesterday and this oh, weekend, man. so it is clear now. But we are getting hammered. That is incredible. You know, I live in St. Louis and we just like, we hope for one good snow a year. That's what we, we are out here begging. My kids are like, please, one good snow a year. And you guys just got 15 to 20 inches. So apparently I either need to move or I need to travel more often. One of the two, I'm not sure, not sure which, but it sounds like a paradise up there, especially if you're into skiing and snowboarding. Absolutely. Are you a skier or a snowboarder? I am a are you into skiing or snowboard? Been skiing since I was a skier. About. Okay. All right. Good. I'm a yeah, I'm a skier as well. I tried snowboarding once and I about cracked my ribs. Have you ever tried snowboarding? <laughs> I did. It was a miserable time and I quit after about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I, uh, I've got a friend who swears he's going to teach me how to snowboard. I don't know if it's possible or not. We're going to have to wait and find out. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, before we go any further, Chris, we're super excited to have you on the show. Thank you for taking the time today. Are you a coffee drinker or a water drinker? Do you want a water bottle or a coffee mug? We're going to send you one for you. Oh, on the show water tonight. bottle. I've never water had coffee yeah. in my life. You man, we're cut from the same club. I've never had a cup of coffee either. My wife loves <laughs> it. I love the smell of it. I'm not drinking it. Not a chance. Do you want it yeah. in black or in white? We have it in black or in white, the water bottle. What do you think? Black. We're going to send you the black one. That's one of my favorites too. That's the one that I like. So we'll get that black water bottle, bottle out to you here in just a little bit. All right. So um, fun fact about you, and then we're going to jump into your time with SPI. You're a big fisherman. How long have you been catching fish and what's your favorite fish to try to catch? Uh, well, it's been forever uh, since I was probably, you know, seven or eight. And out here, we've got a lot of trout fishing. So it's, it's, that's what we go after. There's a lot of trout. Very good. So I, I was a Boy Scout, and so we did fishing as well. I was yeah. not good at it. In fact, the one time I caught a fish, I didn't want to touch it. I'm just they're slimy. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of touching fish. It did not go well. I'm pretty sure that I yeah. cut the line and just threw it back in. That was not good. I'm embarrassed to say that. I feel bad for the fish, but that's uh, that's it. what happened with that. So not good. So tell us a little bit about your story about getting into SPI. Um, started as a marketing assistant, I believe, and now an agency owner. That, that's an interesting transition. How did that uh, come to be? Yeah, you know, actually, it wasn't really marketing assistant at all. It was actually, I don't, we got into it because we were with another agency. Um, and I won't say the name because I don't want to throw stones, but we sort of made the switch when we were having some troubles with some back office accounting. You know, you sort of name it. We were having trouble getting communication, um, a lot of things done. And so we were on the on the market. And we interviewed with a lot of different agencies that um, we came across. And, and SPI just sort of seemed to be, first of all, it was the best option for us. Um, they sort of give the best in both worlds for their agencies. Um, I think that they do a really great job um, with technology and percentages and all that good stuff. And so that was sort of an easy fix for us. And now what's interesting about SPI, too, is we do a lot of LTLs. Um, we are heavily in the keg business, so we ship kegs all over the country, We whether they're full or empty or cleaning them or whatever we do. And so we did a lot of LTL. And honestly, they sat down with us and said, we don't know much about it, but we'll build you whatever we want. And so what they did was they built us sort of a program that 
literally our customers just go on there and just build loads, book freight, it sends it to the carrier and we don't even see it sometimes. It's great. So I say that in with, that's sort of how we ended up with them was they were just very open to helping. That was, that was the yeah. main thing for us. Yeah. I love that. And it's not surprising to me that they made it a very personal situation for you. What do you need exactly? And how can we build that out? And um, I think it speaks volumes to how they take care of their agents. So I love hearing that story of of how that happened um, and how that worked out. So you're moving kegs. I have to say, I think people like the full kegs better than they like the empty kegs. I'm not sure, but I think that they prefer them full than than empty. We get a lot of the empty ones that go back to cleaning. So yeah, we, we, uh, we're shipping kegs all over the country. That's for sure. And people are not stopping drinking. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they they never do that when the economy is good they yeah. celebrate and drink when the economy is bad they drink their miseries away so it's a it's not an industry that's going anywhere anytime soon um, which is awesome have you had the chance to go up to vancouver british columbia have you been up there yet i have i've been a couple times i was actually there um let's see maybe a month ago uh maybe six weeks ago and well I, if, if you haven't been there that is an amazing amazing city it's a beautiful part of the of the continent, I'll say. I wouldn't say the country because obviously they're not in the United States, but part of the continent. Right. My my wife and I honeymooned up there. I actually went oh, up there this summer to spend time with them, and it rained both days I was there in the summer of all times. Like, it never rains in the summer. It yeah. didn't rain all of the two days that I was there. So and that was unfortunate Bummer. in that regard. But it's a beautiful, beautiful city up there. Do you like to go hiking as well, being a, being a mountain guy? Do you like to, to do some hiking? I do. I, I just love being outdoors. And, and that is just a place to just be outdoors. And, you know, the, their office, too, is just amazing. They were so, um, you know, it's funny. I called. I said, hey, I'm thinking about coming up there because we're going to do some different things. I needed to be in front of somebody for IT stuff. And they just pretty much rolled out the red carpet for us. It was just awesome. Yeah, I, lo- I just love hearing that story. And I'm not surprised about yeah. that. Um, yeah. It's just incredible what, you know, the links that they go to help out their agents, which is which is awesome. Right. I want to shift gears for just a second. You are in Colorado, but you're originally from Tennessee. Is that correct? I am, yes. Okay, good. Now, I'm, I'm a Kansas City guy. Are you a, but, 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 you know, Josh Dobbs went to Tennessee. Are you a Viking fan? Are you a Bronco fan? Are you a Titans fan? Do you not care about NFL at all? I care. I do care about NFL a lot. And and what's funny is growing up in Tennessee, the Titans didn't exist. So I, I, I'm, I'm a Falcons fan. Oh, you are. Yeah. Cause that makes sense. It was closer to Atlanta. So, okay. So very good. So a Falcons fan. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure about that with Josh Jobs going to Tennessee and now Minnesota and you know, it's not far from Colorado. I don't know if you followed that. Yeah. I'm a Missouri guy. We played Tennessee this year. You guys killed us last year. We got a little revenge this year. So a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of good football played here in the Midwest, which is which is good. So that's awesome. Yeah, huge huge Josh Dobbs fans, uh, you know. But you know, I, Falcons all the way, even though they're not that great. <laughs> not not this year. You never know. You never know. It might they might have a turnaround. Uh, it doesn't take doesn't take much for a friend of to do that. So tell me a little bit about um, you know your experience in freight. So you're moving uh, you're moving the, the kegs right now. Um, how did you get into that business? So the guy who started. Uh, um, our agency um, originally was a guy who started a couple keg companies. And there's really only two in the country that do this, that they lease kegs or sell kegs to breweries. And so he That's it. wanted to wow. be able to control. Yeah. And so he wanted to be able to control the freight cost of all of his kegs. And so that's sort of how we started. And then we sort of branched out from there. So what the easy transition and what we do mostly, if not all, is now we have breweries and beer. Budweiser is one of my huge customers. So 
we are sort of niched in that alcohol world. Um, and that's sort of, you know, it, it's, it's been great because we've got the name because we do ship all of the kegs to all these places. So they already know who we are. So that's really great. So that's sort of how I became, I, I, I'd call it the keg guy. You're the keg man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the nickname. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, that's great. What's um, you know, going back to SPI a little bit. What's probably the the biggest value add in, in being an agent and being specific with SPI? Like, what do they do exceptionally well? Because uh, you've been at other agencies before. Where do they really stand apart? I'll tell you. I, I mean, I, I, the list goes on. But the number one thing that I've had that's been so great with them has been the communication and the helpfulness, um, whether it's, you know, letting us know. So when we book LTL loads, not to get too de- deep into the, into the weeds here, it gets them an email, whether it picked up or not. Well, we didn't, we never had that at other agencies. So now they're letting us know what picked up and what didn't billing has become so much easier. And again, like I said, they built us a program and they're willing to build us whatever we want for us to, you know, to, to, to have success. Yeah. I love hearing that. Cause I was up there this summer. I got to meet a lot of people, you know, on their team, um, that, that really enjoy, um, you know, working with the agents, you know, a lot of times, you know, you would think that, uh, people in the back office, it's just kind of a job. They're just kind of doing these things, but I was talking to Shiv and, you know, I was up there obviously with Anita up there talking about, you know, how mm-hmm. she helps uh, with the agents and all that. And you just sense that they actually really enjoy getting on the phone and talking and helping out and being available and, and, and doing those types of things, which I just found to be um, kind of unique. You know, not a lot of agencies have people with that kind of passion for making sure that agents are, are happy, you know? Yeah. And, and another thing too, is like, we've had several, you know, whether we've gone to Vancouver, they've come down to Colorado to see us. They just really, enjoy spending time with us and we just love spending time with them and for them to put that sort of effort into an agency i assume they do it for every agency so it's just it's just that real personal it's just been a really great transition to svi for us yeah that's awesome have you had the guys down to play golf you had james and mike and and down to play around the golf there in vale no, we haven't played any. We haven't played any golf yet. Uh, Mike is coming out here in January. I'm hoping to get him on skis um, in January. So we'll see. <laughs> that's awesome because I'm just going to say that's three people. And if you need a fourth, I mean, I you know I kind of like golf. So you know, I'm going to have to sneak out there Come and on. Uh, hit, the, hit the links with you. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Although I would like to see Mike yeah. on skis. Is, is he a skier? I bet he is. He being in Vancouver, I bet he is a skier. It's probably good. You know, I think he actually told me he was a snowboarder. Oh. Wow. Even better. Even better. He's a, he's a hit skier is what we'll call it. That. So, that's awesome. Well, hope you guys have fun with that. That'll be a good, that'll be a good time. That'll be really good. All right. We got to pause for a minute because we always like to have a little bit of fun on the show. So we're going to play a little game today. It's kind of a new game. Uh, we're going to see how it goes and it's called, do you know your city? All right. So here's how the game's going to be played. We, we, you're in Vail, but you were in Denver for a while. We've got a group of questions about Denver, and we're going to see just how much you know about the city of Denver. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see what these are. These are based on uh, you know, facts we got from some websites, so hopefully they're correct. Uh, we'll have to have somebody fact check, to check us if they're not. All right, here we go. You ready? Ready. It's all you. Number one. Denver has how many professional sports teams, like major professional sports teams? Two, three. I would say four if you're including soccer. Mm, okay. So the answer that we have is six. <laughs> I don't know what they are. We'll have to name those. So we're going to have to have our producer list the names of them so we know what they are because I'm not sure exactly what they are. 
I don't know. We'll see. That was a that was a practice. We'll call that a practice run. But you're right. Four, there's four that are there. We'll we'll see. This game could be a disaster. Here we go. All right. Question number two. This is a this is a tough one. Denver was founded in what year? Cool man. Man, 1862. Dude, you know what? You are within four years. I'm giving that to you. 1850. I think that's, that's pretty good. That's impressive. I, I mean, that's 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 really close, man. That's awesome. Was that a total guess, or did you kind of have an idea? I got a little bit of an idea, but that was a. I mean, it was more of a guess than not. All right, that was a good guess. That was a really good guess. We're giving it to you. All right, so that that one counts. All right, so this one's uh, interesting. So Denver is not the first capital of Colorado. There were other capitals before Denver. Which capital was it? Was it the second, third, or fourth capital of, of Colorado? I think it's probably the second. Mm, close. It's the third. Mm. It's the third capital wow. of Colorado. We're learning something today. I didn't know that. Mm. Learned something. I wonder what the first two were. We don't know that. We need we need some more details around these. We didn't know what the answers were for some of those. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number four. The first permanent building in Denver, the first permanent like business building in Denver was what type of business? Oh my gosh! I'm this guessing one, this one's like, right up your alley. This is right up your alley. I'm just going to give you that clue. It's right up your alley. Uh, well, I would have guessed the hotel, the Brown Palace. Oh, close, close! It's actually a saloon. Ah, <laughs> a saloon the was the first man. building. Yeah. I know they they probably went through a few cakes. Uh, that's for sure. Okay, all right. We got just a couple more questions here. All right. Yep. So Denver metropolitan area collects more money for this than any other city. Collects more money for this the metropolitan area oh, man i would say we may have to do multiple choice next time we may have to give you some answers and we have to do multiple choice all right what do you think what do you think that's a tough one um i would think it's i would say actually it might be marijuana <laughs> <laughs> well that would be maybe today i don't know it's actually the oh, arts yeah. i guess like that could that could maybe go along with it. That could be marijuana yeah. and maybe the arts. That could be a you know combined thing because I think some artists yeah. may enjoy marijuana from time to time. So there's a connection there. there. Let me give it to you. Give you that one. All right. Okay. Uh, next one. You'll find this massive cobalt creature peeking in the window of the Colorado Convention Center. A massive cobalt creature. Yeah, it's got a nickname. Have you ever cobalt is? But I is it, is it a huge? <laughs> is it a huge? Uh, where, where the things are. I don't know what those things are called. Just a huge, like monster type thing. That's close enough. It's a big black or a big blue bear. It's a big blue bear. So there you go. I'm going to give you that one. That's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay. Two more. And then we're calling it quits. Here All we right. go. Uh, what food item was invented in Colorado? A common American food item was invented in Colorado, or at least it's given credit for being invented in Colorado, according to our facts. Rocky Mountain Oyster. Ooh, that's probably true. But the answer we're going to go with is cheeseburger. I didn't know this. Did you know the cheeseburger was making it? All right. I don't think that's true, but we're going to find out. That's interesting. All right. That's interesting. I mean, I, I would have never heard that before. All right. Okay. Last one. Last one on this game here. Um, what flies further in Denver than at sea level? What's what? Uh, think about sports. What flies further in Denver than at sea level? Well, I'm going to guess they're going to talk about the Rockies, so I'm going to assume that's a baseball. Mm, that, that is true. That is a true statement. The other one we could would have gone for is also golf ball. Baseball or golf ball, both of those go farther. So, hey, we got a couple. We got, you know, half. We'll go half on that. That's pretty good. <laughs> some fun facts about, about uh, Colorado. We'll see if some of those are correct or not. We'll have to, we'll have to check. That was good. Okay. All right.
random question for you, and then we're going to shut this baby down. What is your sure. favorite holiday movie? Christmas is coming up. We got kids getting to school soon. We got break time coming up. A lot of Christmas movies going to be watched. What's your favorite holiday movie? That is an absolute no-brainer. Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons. It's <laughs> I watch it in June. <laughs> yes, that is such a great movie, and it's a classic. You know that movie's like over like what is it? Thirty years old now? It's crazy. It came out like eighty-four, eighty-five. I mean, that's yeah, that sounds right. It might be almost forty years old. Man, yeah. that's a long time. Like we're getting old. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I remember my dad took me to the theater to see that movie. I remember that back in the day. I was way too young wow. to be in a theater watching that movie, but I but I was there. He took me there. So that's uh that's one of ours as well. Okay, so so mine. So that's a good one. Uh, our family one is Elf. We love Will uh, Will Ferrell, and so I love that. Yeah. That's another good one that we have. That's for sure. So it's awesome. Okay. Let me ask this question. We're going to end up with this, Chris. So somebody out there, man, there's a freight broker out there, maybe agent. They're not happy. What's the, what's the biggest selling point for them to give SPI look? Personal. I, I mean, I, I can't say enough about how much the personal experience I've had with them and they will do anything to make it work for you. Man, I love that. I feel the same way, man. And so it's just, having them as a sponsor for the show, they make me feel like I'm the only show that they care about. And they're sponsoring other shows. You know, it's like they've given me the personal touch as well, always answering my texts and phone calls and their communication has been really great. So I'm, I'm so delighted to hear that you've had that same experience. And uh, do you get any empty kegs that you use at home? Do you do any special projects with the empty kegs? Do you do anything, got any, anything outside, any sculptures or anything with them? Anything you've built? No, I just... I just send it back out to get filled back up. That's I, if they'll send me some full ones, that'd be fine. That's it. To get the full ones and then send them back, just get them on rotation. That would be good. That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Well, Chris, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks for joining Standing Out and uh, for telling us your experience uh, as an agent with SPI. We appreciate that. Enjoy the skiing. Make sure you take some pictures or video of Mike snowboarding. I got to see this. We got to see if he's legit or not. You got. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, Chris. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody, make sure you come back every Tuesday for another episode of Standing Out right here on LinkedIn Live, YouTube, and Facebook. And again, thank you so much to our sponsor, SPI Logistics, for making it possible. Check them out at success.spi3pl.com. We'll see you.